So this is my top secret public speaking technique. And it's awesome. It will change the way that you communicate with the world, but also with yourself, and it will give you way more impact when you're in front of an audience. You see, when you start running, which is what I'm about to do in this video, you're at a heightened state. When you're in a heightened state, there's a lot of good things that you can do. So for example, you can practice your speech in a heightened state. And what this does is it gives you more energy when you come to deliver it. So that's the first thing that's awesome about rehearsing lines when you're running. The second thing is that if you're scared or petrified of public speaking, when you're running, you're in a heightened state, so you can start to think about your fear. And because you feel good about yourself, the chances are that that fear is not gonna impact you as much. So what I like to do, if I've got an event coming up, I'll run along, get into my usual running rhythm. And the first thing I'll do is to start visualizing what the event is. So I would have need to have seen the room. What am I talking about? How many people, what the audience is? When you know that, the next thing you can do is start to begin to visualize it. And that's how I start. I visualize myself in the room, about to start my speech. Then you often can fall into an ego trap and make it about yourself. And that's not what I want you to do here. So once you've visualized yourself in the room, you then visualize yourself being a member of the audience, watching yourself present and being moved. It's an important thing. Don't make it all about you, make it about your audience. Now, as I'm running along, a couple of things. I'm building endurance. My lung capacity is getting better. I'm feeling fitter and stronger. So when it comes to projecting my voice, the fitter and stronger you are, the more power you have over your voice. Second thing, if you've seen any of my content before, you'll see that I do a lot of trail running talks up really big hills, talk about self-development. The reason why I do that is because I want to be able to speak, have clarity of thinking when I'm really out of breath, really struggling. Because you're really becoming stronger. You're becoming a warrior with what you want to speak about. Because if you can speak about it when you're knackered, when you're out of breath, then guess what? When it comes to actually speaking at an event, it's a lot easier. Now, if you want it to be a bit more potent, with this technique, you can rehearse your lines when you're running. And again, one of the benefits of rehearsing your lines when you're running is you have the benefit of being in a really good state so that those lines have energy to them when you deliver them. So for example, if I was gonna talk about confidence on my run, like now, just start thinking about some of the things I could speak about. And then I'll start speaking them out loud. I'll say, First thing about confidence is that it's individual. No one has global confidence. Then what I'll do, I'll repeat. No one has global confidence. And I'll repeat it time and again until it's, in, until it's completely in my mind, engraved in my mind. So that phrase will come up at the right time. Then what I do is I think about the next thing about confidence. I think, well, confidence is in the moment. So, you know, there's no point in conjecturing forward unless you're doing a visualization. You really need to be confident in the moment. What does that look like? It means making a decision. So confidence comes down to making a decision. Boom, here we go. Now we have our second line for my event. Confidence comes down to making a decision. 
Confidence comes down to making a decision. Confidence comes down to making a decision. Then you can mess around with it. You can say it quieter. Confidence comes down to making a decision if you want to draw people in. Or confidence comes down to one decision as an opening line. Done. Two lines rehearsed, have energy to them. When I'm speaking in public, they're going to come back out. Next one. What do I think about confidence? Confidence, unfortunately, is not something that you just have. You have to work at it. There we go. Confidence is not inherent within us. We have to work for it. Confidence is not inherent within us. We have to work for it. There we go. Three lines for a public speaking event. Now, at this stage, you can use that foundation to build out your speech. Start thinking about, okay, they're the first three things that come to mind, which they were in my case. Look, we're going here. It's nice near where I live. Look at this. Awesome. Yeah, so if you start thinking about, okay, they're the first three things that came to mind. So I'm going to build out what I want to speak about. So at the moment, I'm running on concrete, right, which is bad. Bad for your knees. There's a little bit of grass here. So we'll transition over. Next thing I can think about, what have I done? to aid my confidence in the past year of my life. Well, personal stories are great when you're speaking in public and personal stories rehearsed to yourself allow people to know more about your character. So then I could say 18 months ago, I tore my calf, couldn't get treatment because of lockdown. When I finally sorted that calf out, I got secondary injuries. I was a mess, couldn't run. I was running like 30 miles a week to nothing. And then I took up meditation as an alternative to exercise. So how does that help my confidence? Well, two ways. First of all, I didn't just complain about my lack of exercise. I took the necessary steps towards doing something else. So that first necessary step was to meditate. And from that, hundreds of hours of meditation over the past 18 month period have now been completed. Then, you think, okay, what else did I do? Well, I couldn't get fit again with secondary injuries because of my car accident when I was younger. My calf went, back pain, nearly tore my other calf. Absolute nightmare. So what I decided to do, I decided to transition into wearing barefoot shoes. The reason for this is alongside physiotherapy, I wanted to build up my arch strength, my calf strength, my leg strength. Countless hours wearing barefoot shoes now. I've been wearing barefoot shoes for six months now. Every day, trail running. There's little kids here, let's go this way. Yeah, so started wearing them every day just to walk around, start building up arch strength. Second thing, I rehomed a dog, took up trail running, got barefoot shoes for trail running. Here I am a year later, However many hundreds of hours better at meditation, however many hundreds of hours with stronger calves, stronger arches, and just stronger posture, and just feeling great about myself. Now, a few things there. Stronger, stronger, stronger. So I noticed when I was telling that story, those three words, or that one word came up three times. What you can do, spoke about in another video, rehearse that one word, different ways when you're running. So, 
Now, the difference between what I just did and if I was gonna, going to do a formal event would be off the back of that decision, my arches got stronger, my calves got stronger, and I became a stronger human being. You see, you see like writers say this, don't they? Like the first draft, it's never that good. It always needs an edit. So what I like to do is, as I'm a speaker, I also write, but predominantly I'm a speaker. I like to record, practice, rehearse in a heightened state. Makes me remember what I want to talk about and then I'll improve. The other thing that you can do when you're running is to change your vocabulary. What do I mean by that? Well, if you use the word awesome, quality, fantastic all the time, imagine when you're speaking in public, it becomes a bit arduous for the listener. So before you go for your run, you look up different words. Again, one of the words I used to use was illuminate. So I'd say, and that illuminated the point for me. And then when I went running, decided to change it. And now I say, and that pulled it from the darkness. I love saying that. Makes me feel awesome. Can you see how by using running, by cross-training, cross-training is public speaking, crossed with running, how you can improve every element of the way that you speak. The final thing that you can do when you run, when you're gassing out a bit and you're getting a bit tired. So I'm quite into my run now, feeling a bit tired, is to push yourself. Do I have mental clarity to be able to push forward? What happens if I'm doing an event and I didn't sleep the night before and I'm foggy and I'm not feeling great? Have I practiced? Have I rehearsed? Am I in a position to be able to handle this? You have to practice when you're feeling good, not when you're feeling bad. Consistency. So the way in which I practice is I share an improvised story. And I'm gonna share one right now, which I'm making up. And you may hear, if you speak to me or see me speak in public in the future, you'll probably hear a refined version of this. But this is where the magic happens. This is where, when you can do this, you have gone from being an aspiring speaker to a professional. Under pressure, can you come up with something that's gonna help your audience? Let's say I'm doing an event on confidence. I'm speaking to the audience. Someone asked me a question never had before. Someone says, I've tried everything, absolutely everything. I've read every book and nothing's ever worked for me. What do you suggest I do? So that's tricky, isn't it? Because as a speaker, what I don't want to do is say, well, you can try this, you can try that. Because she's obviously tried directed actions by asking me that question, isn't she? She's asked me, hasn't worked for me, so what can I do? In this situation, as a speaker, got a few options, but a story is the best. And what you say is that when I first started out as a public speaker, I used to speak naturally. I had this gift about myself where people would listen to me. And I kind of took it for granted and I didn't really do anything with it. And then what I found is that that closed mindedness began to, to seep into my personality. And when I'd meet another public speaker or when there's a book that I could read or an audio I could listen to, I just dismissed it. 
And I dismissed it because I thought I knew everything. I'd become closed-minded to change. And when I became closed-minded to change, guess what? You don't change. That's the story I would tell. Because it allows someone else to follow you on that journey and to make the realizations for themselves. If someone's closed-minded to change, you have to be able to open it up. I have one more, te one more technique for you. <laughs> An influence technique, because I'm in the flow. Whenever anyone says something definitive, I can't do that, or that never works. You can use something called an amplified reflection. What this does, it takes what someone says and you reflect it back, but amplified. So in a given situation that I just articulated, I would say, no one in history has overcome your problem and taken the time to write it down in a book or share a video about it online. Guess what's gonna happen then? It's gonna open their mind. So what I would probably do is use an amplified reflection to open someone's mind and then I'd follow it up with a story because then someone's receptive to learn. All of this, how long? What are we in? 13 minutes of video. I prepared an event. I've got my thoughts together on the three main concepts. I practiced and rehearsed my lines. I've thought about tricky questions that I might get. And I've also articulated how I'm gonna deal with them. All during something that I do most days, which is go running. If you enjoyed this, give me the thumbs up.